and welcome to Your Sparkly Brand. We are here to inspire and empower female entrepreneurs just like you. On this podcast, we share valuable how-to content, discuss common mindset challenges, and interview kick-ass women business owners about their journeys. In a world that tries to pit females against each other, Your Sparkly Brand is celebrating successful women, nurturing the next generation, and uplifting each other. I'm Megan Gersh, and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Tassie and Wave Wild. Hi! Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. How are you guys doing? We're so excited to have you wave on the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to chat about entrepreneurship and all this good stuff and TikTok. Yeah. So wave is a TikTok marketing expert and coach. She has helped over 300 people grow their TikTok accounts through consulting and courses with her community over virality approach. She specializes in helping business owners use the TikTok app as a social media a marketing tool in order to generate more leads and sales. She's also known as the queen of trend alerts and wave specializes in helping brands understand TikTok culture and trends and has also worked with fortune 500 companies. She's built an audience of 270,000 followers across her social media platforms. And she also regularly appears on national TV, speaks on top rated podcasts and social media summits. So welcome to the podcast wave. Thank you. So excited to be here. Awesome. So we do this thing on here called your sparkly moment of the week. It's like a sharing a little win or, you know, just something in our business that made us feel good because I feel like we, nobody does that enough. So Meg, do you want to start? What was your sparkly moment of the week? Yeah, definitely. So I had a really awesome moment this week where um, I basically started coaching one of my TikTok coaching clients and he basically started a brand new account and he hit a thousand followers this week. So that was a big milestone to celebrate there. So very, very exciting. What about you, Lauren? So mine is, I've just sort of been making some progress on a big project for my own business, not for a client um, that has been kind of like stalled for months. It's like one of those things where I'm like, I want to work on this. And then I go to sit and work on it and I don't, but I'm actually like moving forward. And so I'm excited about that. I don't want to share too much, but you know, when the time's right, I definitely will. Awesome. And what about you, Wave? Yeah. So um, I got some exciting news. I got invited by TikTok in TikTok Canada. I'm in Canada to one of their creator programs. So I'm super excited about that. Fingers crossed everything goes well. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get started. That's awesome. Congratulations. Is that a new program that's rolled out? I think it's actually pretty similar to the ones that they have in the USA, the various creator programs like, you know, they had for the Learn Fund. So it seems pretty similar to that. Very cool. Congratulations. Thanks. So as a non-TikTok expert, what what exactly is the creator fund? Because I see, I see people mention that. I see that come up. Educate me. Yeah, the creator fund is a way that people can monetize through their accounts by getting paid for views. There are special requirements to be in the creator fund. It's only available in certain countries like USA and parts of Europe. We don't have it in Canada. And there's other requirements like minimum follower count and that sort of thing. And you ha- your account has to be in good standing. Now, what you the compensation for views is not as generous as you know, say YouTube, I'm not in the creator fund. So I don't have any details on that. I don't know if Megan's in the creator fund, but that's basically what it is. It's a way to give back to creators and, you know, get some monetization out of posting content. Awesome. All right. So let's get into it. Um, Wave, why don't you start off by telling us a little about yourself, 
you know, who you are, what you do and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. You want to hear the story? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So my background is actually in photography, uh, video content creation and personal branding. Uh, so that's what I was doing a few years before COVID hit. And then once, you know, uh, March, 2020 happened and the world changed, I quickly pivoted my business. You know, I had to return deposits for photo shoots and, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And I had just recently joined TikTok because I had an Instagram coach friend tell me, you know, oh, there's so much potential for business owners. You should really get on it and check it out. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I could like generate some leads for my personal brand coaching. So I joined the app. I did not know what I was doing. I was posting, you know, some, you know, business tips, uh, some mindset stuff, photography stuff, personal branding stuff. Didn't know what I was doing again. And then I had my first, I guess I thought it was viral back then, but now that I look back at it, it was like a hundred thousand views. So I'd call that semi-viral and I got super excited and addicted and hooked on the app and just became obsessed with all things TikTok. And I started sharing my experiences with my Instagram following. Uh, and that was primarily just through like Instagram stories, talking about what I was doing on TikTok. And then I started getting lots of people, you know, sending me DMs, asking questions like, what is going on over there? How are you using this? Can you help me? That type of thing. And it was like, well, light bulb moment. Uh, so yeah, I thought, you know what? I could actually teach this. There are some similarities to what I was teaching in my personal brand coaching business, some of the marketing stuff for Instagram and Facebook. And there's also some differences as well. But uh, I really saw a way that I could teach it and help business owners use it as another social media marketing tool. And from there, you know, I just started doing TikTok tips on that account at the time, which completely flopped. I had such a hard time growing in that niche. So you know what? I took a break from that account. Uh, I stepped back for a month. I planned, I made a strategy. Uh, I did a content strategy. And then I launched a new account in July of 2020. And that's when I just, you know, was like, I'm going all in um, full-time TikTok coaching. And, you know, the um, the rest is, is history. I love it. Obviously, there are a lot of people that um, are still kind of on the fence about using TikTok. So what would you say to businesses that are still in the kind of like skeptical phase? Like, should they be on TikTok? Is there a place for them there? Yeah, well, you know, first of all, I would ask, you know, what's holding them back? Uh, because there's still a lot of misconceptions about TikTok. You know, the primary one, I still hear it. People think that it's for teens and they say to me, oh, I'm too old for that app. Or the other thing is that, oh, it's too like addictive or it's too time consuming, uh, that sort of thing. So as for the demographics, you know, um, I got some insider knowledge from a TikTok presentation I was recently a part of, and I can share those with you. Do you want to hear them? Because it's, it's it blew my mind. So I'm just going to read them off my paper. Uh, so ages 13 to 17 are 13%. These are the most update uh, stats on their users. 18 to 24 is 37%. 25 to 34 is 25%. 34 to 44 is 14%. And then 45 and up is 11%. So it's not just for teens. Like you can see it's really 
leveled out. Yes, there's a lot of uh, Gen Z there, but there's also a lot of millennials and, and Gen X as well too, right? Like all demographics are there. It has, you know, because of the pandemic and so many people joining the app, it really did level out in the demographics. So there's, you know, there's all kinds of these communities that exist on TikTok because all of these people have joined. And as for like the part about, oh, it takes too long to make content or that those types of objections that I sometimes hear, well, I say, you know what, there's a lot of ways that you can work with it. You know, one of them is developing a content strategy, which is what I help my clients do and what I, I teach in my courses. And then, you know, batching content, batching ideas, uh, and using really using the app more strategically rather than, you know, getting sucked into that vortex of the for you page. It's so easy to do that. And maybe that's happened to you, Megan, but I actually try to stay off my for you page uh, as much as I can. I mean, I think that that's a really great tip in itself, especially if you are approaching the app as a creator, like it's really, really important to manage your time when it comes to how much time you spend creating versus consuming. The consuming part is important, but I think I, you know, I teach to consume in different ways. Um, you know, it's more from a research perspective within your niche and searching hashtags and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, cause the for you, the for you page, you can, you know, you can just fall down that rabbit hole so easily. That's such great advice. You know, again, I'm, I, I consume TikTok a little bit, but I don't, it's, it, that's not my expertise, but, um, I, that was something I wanted to ask about is like, when it's your job, you know, how do you set limits around that and how do you manage your time? And that's such great advice. Don't look at the for you page because that's exactly designed to steal your time away. Yep. Mm -hmm. So one thing that uh, you mentioned that we mentioned in your bio that I'd love to hear a little bit more about is the community over virality approach. I just like, I love, I love that concept. Can you share a little bit more about what that is? Yeah. I love talking about this. So one thing I've noticed uh, on TikTok is that there is this really big focus on going viral. And yes, that is a draw to the app. There's a lot of appeal to going viral. However, there's a lot of there are pros to going viral, but there's also lots of cons. And I'm not against going viral. I rather teach to go viral with intention. But what's more important is that you don't need hundreds of thousands of followers to make money on TikTok. You don't, uh, you know, or to build community. It is very easy to build community there. I have had so many clients come to me. One of them uh, had 400K followers and she had like a makeup account, but she was going viral for what we call these oddly satisfying videos. And they were really attracting children who were not buying her products. And her account was dead. She couldn't sell anything. We relaunched a new account for her. I think she's at 50 or 60,000 now. And she is just killing it. She created a whole new brand. So it just goes to show you that you, you just don't need the amount of followers to make money or be successful on TikTok. And I see it all the time. Just recently, I had another client. We launched a new account for him. He went viral for something off niche, attracted about 6,000 um, random, not ideal followers. And anyways, we launched a new account with less than 20 posts and 200 followers. He sold two 5K high ticket fitness online programs. And it just blew my mind. I was like, wow. And then uh, a couple of days later, he had 400 followers. He did another high ticket sale. Like it just blows my mind. I have other clients too, 15,000 followers and on track to do half a million in t-shirt sales. It blows my mind, <laughs> you know? So this is why I teach community, you know, nurturing your followers, getting to know your followers, caring about them rather than focusing on the numbers that don't necessarily, you know, move the that needle forward in your business. Yeah, definitely. And I can say 
without the shadow of a doubt. Like I have never seen as close of a knit community as I have found on TikTok on any other platform. And I don't know if that's just because people spend more time on the platform and they just like, they really get to know you through seeing you show up on video every single day. I think that that's definitely a part of it, but the community there is so special. And when you take the time to build it and like engage with people and really start to build those relationships, it really does feel like a, like a close knit community. Like it's super special and unique. It is. And community is actually like I found it pretty easy to build community rather from compared to other platforms and TikTok as much as there is this focus on going viral they actually want you to build community they have built all kinds of features to get you to build relationships and engage with each other that is what they want and that is the best for long-term sustainable growth but I do have one more thing to say the only thing I find is that community can be a tough sell on TikTok because so many people are looking for this magic button and they want to go viral and get all kinds of followers and get famous and all these things because community involves being patient. It involves work. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, right? It is more of a process. So it is sometimes a harder sell I find when I talk about community, but I think, you know, a lot of people do get it and they start they start to see that, you know, that engagement is really important. It's the name of the game on TikTok, just like any other social media platform, you need people to engage in your videos. But the the community, um, it's just, I just love it. It's so, you know, community over virality. Awesome. So if somebody is listening to this podcast that is brand new to TikTok, what are kind of the few basic tips that you could give them when they're just fresh account, just brand new account, just getting started? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, you know, you want to reset search your niche or your industry, see what people are already doing on the platform, and you can study their content. So, you know, this is how I learned a lot of content creation skills. I just watched videos and studied. Notice what are they doing to get attention in their videos? How are they communicating information? How long are their videos? What hashtags are they using? Are they incorporating trends? You know, what are people saying in the comments? That's going to give you an idea of how people are resonating, all these kinds of things, because it's really, really important to get a feel for TikTok culture and the trends. It is a really big part of the app and you want to adapt some of that into your videos. For example, we all know the whole bones thing was really big easily. The bones, bones day, it's a bones day. It's a not, no bones day. I had one of my students incorporated this bones video and got over a million views with it. Amazing. Did so well, like incorporating, taking a play on that. That's awesome. I love that so much. Everybody loves the no bones, bones day trend, or I don't know if you would call it a trend, but it's like a, definitely like a, it's yeah. like a TikTok inside joke. Okay. So wait, what was one aha moment or big turning point for you in your business? I think, you know, one of the things about TikTok was kind of realizing that everybody needs a personal brand on that app because everybody needs to stand out on the For You page. And that the For You page is kind of like marketing on steroids <laughs> because everybody, right? The first thing you need to do in marketing before you can even make a sale is get someone's attention. And that's what every single person is doing on the For You page. Uh, everybody's trying to get attention to watch their videos, to get the follow or to make a sale, depending on your goals. You know, so realizing that it kind of changed, you know, how I think about TikTok and realizing that there are things that you can do to help you stand out and like help you create a personal brand. Yeah. I'll never forget when I 
first started uh, working with a, a different TikTok coach, one of the things that they said to me was like, oh, you're the girl with the purple hair that gives marketing tips on TikTok. And, I, and th that was like a thing for me where I was like, oh, that is a, a visual indicator, like in video, like that's who I am on the app. So it's like when you have um, certain like visual things that you can kind of like play on or use like in your videos, I don't know. It was just something that like clicked with me. I was like, oh, like people respond to like these visual cues, like when they're just scrolling, scrolling, when they recognize that one thing in the feed, like it's just like that one mm -hmm. recognizable factor that kind of catches them. So I found that to be very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. What's one mindset shift that you had to make to level up? I would say it is to stop caring what other people think about you. Uh -huh. And I know this is one that we all go through. And I feel like it comes easier with confidence in your own abilities, but I'm not sure how it happened, but I feel maybe it's easier with aging. Uh, but it felt, kind of felt like one day that I just, you know, life is too short to like care about what other people are thinking. Or, you know, there's that expression, like what other people think about you is none of your business, right? It's more a reflection of them. It's not about you. But that has helped me a lot in when it comes to like just putting yourself out in the online space. I had um, a client call before this and, you know, that was one of her fears is, you know, oh, it's just so scary to put yourself out there. I'm used to doing it on Instagram, TikTok, you know, you're opening yourself up and you know uh so yeah the getting over like the people pleasing and just not caring what people think about you and just really having that strong belief and confidence in yourself and your abilities. Yeah, definitely. And I think that like, especially with TikTok, like whenever you go viral, you just have to prepare yourself for the trolls that are inevitably coming to your feed, you know? And, I, and you know what I mean? If anybody that's listening to this has gone viral on TikTok, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And people can say some really mean stuff. And if you're not like protected or in a space where you mm -hmm. are ready to really deal with that, it can hurt. It can sting sometimes if you have your guard down but I mean, honestly, like one of, one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever received on kind of dealing with those kinds of things is like basically just like thanking the, that person for their opinion, like, thanks for your opinion. And then just like moving on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like so many different ways that you can deal with hate uh, on the app. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, might have hangups about the way they look or that sort of thing. And I always say like people, it is, this is so true. I've seen this so many times people don't care what you look like <laughs> they care about what you can what they can get from you what you can do for them and how you make them feel that is the most important so the faster you get over your own hang-ups the faster you'll get to success right it doesn't there's many successful people that don't look what you might think is like the most you know beautiful person do you know what i mean it, it's all about how you make them feel absolutely i would totally agree with you are there any brands right now that you follow on TikTok that you think are just absolutely killing it that people can kind of look to them for inspiration or just kind of get a, a sense of like this is an account that is really slaying it I don't follow a lot of uh, bigger brands on TikTok uh, but I have seen some ones who are doing really well Ryanair is one of them they are so good at adapting to TikTok trends and TikTok culture they do that in like every single video it's entertaining uh it's informational and it you know really helps you know with their brand awareness so that's one account i love to watch what they're doing i just noticed they did one of my trend alerts is their most recent
accent. I was like, oh my God, which is pretty cool. And so do you have any, you talked a little bit about, uh, you know, not getting sucked into the For You page. Do you have any other time-saving, sanity-saving hacks or tools that you use? I do a lot of my content creation in the app. You know, I love the TikTok video editor. It's very powerful, more powerful than some other social media platform apps. But you know, um, when it comes to things like video editing, I do love InShot and Splice. I use those ones uh, for any time I'm doing video content creation, whether that is for other aspects of my business or if it's for TikTok, uh, they can be really helpful. For TikTok, I don't have a lot of tools. I don't know, Megan, do you have any tools that you use for TikTok? I mean, Trend Talk is coming to mind for, mm -hmm. for trending sounds. Wasn't there another analytics app? I don't know. I don't use it much anymore, but I, I used to use, God, I for, I'm forgetting the name is of it, it now. Maybe Statistalk is one. Yes. Um, there's, yeah, right now I would say there's not a lot of tools that are very specific to TikTok. It's, um, it's a small market. I know there's a lot of tools um, kind of growing in that field. I've had some people reach out that were trying to promote these apps or sites where you can download your videos without watermark. And if they're not like kind of up to par, I don't recommend them. But that is something, you know, that's something very important. A lot of people are looking for that type of thing. Uh, so I currently use snaptick.app. There's a lot of them. Um, Musically Down is another one. Megan, I don't know which ones you use. You can also screen record, uh, but that is a popular tool that people are looking for. There's a few analytics tools. Uh, I'm most familiar with statistalk.com, which is actually a website. Yeah, one of the things that um, I tried to look at too, and I, know, I think we actually had a conversation about this, maybe offline wave, but one of the things I was looking at when I was looking at uh, TikTok downloaders for to get your TikToks downloaded without the watermark is that mm -hmm. all of those tools download at different resolutions and at different mm -hmm. um, dimensions for the video. So that is definitely something to take a look at if you're using one of those tools. I currently use snaptick.app, like you said, so. Yeah, the, you know, the only kind of negative about that is if you're lip syncing, it's a little bit off. Yeah. I repost anyways. <laughs> I'm like, I guess people get it. I don't know yeah. how picky people are if your lip sync is not absolutely perfect. I do the same thing. And I always, like, I, I used to get so, hung up on that as well but like I, I kind of got to the point where I was just like you know what if you're seeing this repurposed video on another platform then you're getting the the unsynced version <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so if you could give your younger business self one piece of advice what would it be I would say don't doubt your potential and stay in your own lane so you know here's something that I really struggled with in my photography business that really held me back I had a hard time comparing myself to other photographers and, you know, seeing their photos and thinking, oh my God, they're so amazing. They're so talented. You know, oh, my lighting skills are not that strong, uh, you know, or they're a better wedding photographer than I am. And I'm just, I'm like a fake, you know, why would people hire me? And a lot of that dialogue going on that really, really held me back in my business. And then a few years ago, you know, I had this conversation with a business coach and he was like, stay 
in your own lane. And that's definitely helped me. But, you know, I've really transitioned from the photography coming to TikTok coaching. I don't really have the issues of like imposter syndrome or, you know, doubting my potential or anything. Like I feel very, very aligned with what I'm doing and I feel very confident in my abilities. And it's a feeling I've never really had before as an entrepreneur. But, you know, I'm not perfect. And there's definitely still times when, I have to stay in my own lane. You know, people will say, well, you want to watch what your competitors are doing, but I just, it works better for me to just kind of do my own, like stay my own lane so that I don't compare myself to others, right? So that's definitely something I would tell my younger self to help. Uh, But like I said, I'm not perfect and it still comes up from time to time. But as soon as I find myself starting to compare myself to others, I just snap out of it and stop. Put down the phone, change states, do something else, work on a different project, go for a walk, exercise, cook, whatever. And that will help me kind of like stay in my own lane, stay focused on what I'm doing, stay focused on my goals and all that. I mean, that's great advice beyond business even it's like you know whatever it is just focus on you don't worry about what everyone else is doing so what are you working on what upcoming projects are you excited about oh gosh I've got a lot of stuff in the works I'm working on some VIP offers for 2022 there's the TikTok creator program coming up probably do um, add on to my course and do another relaunch in the spring you know I'm always evolving and learning new strategies and TikTok changes so fast so fast. So there's a lot to kind of keep up with and keep updated. So, you know, I'm just always learning and and studying just to improve my own skills and be the best possible TikTok coach I can be. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Where can our listeners find you online? For sure. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram uh, are my main platforms at Wave Wild. And my website is my name, wavewild.com. Yeah. And I have a Facebook group as well. TikTok for Entrepreneurs community. You can go check that out. It's over 4,000 members. Um, It's a really great place to network and to learn. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Wave, for joining us today on the podcast. And thank you listeners for listening. So if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. We're just a baby podcast and we are working our way up in the podcast world. So be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And until next time, stay sparkly.